Creative Brain Candy by creators for creators. It's so simple. The Borg hurt you, and now you're going to hurt them back. In my century, we don't succumb to revenge. We have a more evolved sensibility. Bullshit! I saw the look on your face when you shot those Borg on the holodeck. You were almost enjoying it! How dare you? Oh, come on, Captain. You're not the first man to get a thrill from murdering someone. I see it all the time. Get out! Or what? You'll kill me? Like you killed Ensign Lynch? There was no way to save him. You didn't even try. Where was your involved sensibility then? I don't have time for this. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your little quest. Captain Ahab has to go hunt his whale. What? You do have books in the 24th century. This is not about revenge. Liar! This is about saving the future of humanity! John, look, blow up the damn ship! No! No! the Enterprise. We've made too many compromises already, too many retreats. They invade our space and we fall back. They assimilate entire worlds and we fall back. Not again. The line must be drawn here, this far, no farther. I will make them pay for what they've done. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we continue the summer of Star Trek as we review the film that takes a new Enterprise crew back to the past, but actually comes across as a movie this time and not a two-part episode. It's Star Trek First Contact. But first, he's the rockabilly dancing fool to my drunken counselor. It's James. How are you doing, James? You are, look, man, you are a lot of things. Hot, drunk Troy. You are not. You don't know that. Oh, I do. I do, sir. I do. And he's the android that wants some of that special Borg loving. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. I like to think this movie is the uh, first movie that uh, this cast put out. Yeah. Um, why? I do, too. Because because, because Generations is basically just a, well, a two-parter. Bad. No, sure, it's not it's bad, but it's it's like a, it's like an extended episode. You know what Generations is? Generations is the season finale to the original and the season premiere. No, the TNG. season finale. No, uh, no this, there was no season finale uh, of the original. This uh, is this is it. This no. that was it. <sighs> yes, Generations was the season finale that they needed. Okay, and what was what was Generations for the next generation? Uh, it was just another Saturday night. Not that look, that's stupid because the way that all good things ended was fantastic. So if you're going to try to take that away uh, as the end of of the next generation, then I will. Uh, no, you. I'm not. No, I'm saying it was the like, season no, finale the back, to the original series. After the podcast, meet me in the back, and I whip your ass for being dumb, dude. I will bring the hose and I will smack you over the butt. Don't talk and about by hoses, hose, all right? I mean dick. 
Yeah, I don't talk. <laughs> there's one. There's don't, one. <laughs> don't talk about hoses, man, because I already feel like the Borg Queen kind of fulfilled your fucking weird hentai octopus fetish. Oh man, when that when that tentacle went swirling into the body, oh <laughs> man, there was time travel. Oh, that was the first one. Then there was the tentacle down going down the body. Oh my god, that wasn't a, a tentacle. That was her your spine. Short- no, no, that was a tentacle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. James, yeah, what's happening man. around CBC? I had to change the sheets a few times. Oh, there. fuck. Oh. God, it's so gross. Does that count as two? Yep, my count is two. I'll tell you okay. what, it counts as just gross is what it counts as. What's going on around uh, Crater Brain Candy this week? Chlamydia. Apparently, chlamydia. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, the gals over at Spoiler They Die released tomorrow. That's a Thursday. A new episode where they talk about the British Jeffrey Dahmer. Spoiler, his name's not Jeffrey Dahmer. It's Dennis Nilsson. That's close. And he's British and That's not close. American. So he's like, does he just eat and kill people? Mm. And not necessarily in that order. Yeah. Oh, uh, only, ep- only when they drink tea. <laughs> right. Only. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Episode three. Uh, part one, military vice part one from eyes forward marches out. Now check that out. Sergeant, uh, Seagar, bacon of uh, Vegas and donut, uh, all are in the same episode where they talk about vices and how that, uh, applies to, uh, you know, being in the military, uh, check out episode one fifteen of bad gamers anonymous, where they talk about death stranding, the apocalyptic UPS, uh, simulator drunkenomics. They're talking about tax breaks, political influence and rare scotch. And you all know I love rare scotch, Catobophobia. They go on, uh, go on and talk about bulking up and burning out. Uh, they uh, talk about how to, you know, bulk up and not burn out. And then, uh, if you were paying attention, yesterday Jason completely fucked up the live stream of Crate and Bring Candy Brainstorm <laughs> yes, on YouTube, twice, twice. Uh, where we where we talk with Jimmy uh, and Kareem from Catobophobia. Uh, it was a good time had by all. Uh, Wait, check which out, Jimmy? There's two. It was the one that was there. Uh, And then make sure you check out simplystogies.com. There'll be a new episode this Saturday where we'll be talking about Cubans. I'll have Joe back on, the uh, Cuban expert from simplystogies.club. We'll talk about Cubans, a little speculation, a little of this, a little of that. Uh, There's also going to be a new cigars and coffee on the Simply Stogies YouTube channel. So check that out, simplystogies.com. Go to YouTube, check out Simply Stogies. Uh, And... Bad Gamers Anonymous, ladies and gentlemen, big news here. Looking for two a brand new hosts to join Cat on Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, so go to creativebringcandy.com, click that apply button at the top, uh, and uh, let us know that you are interested in becoming a podcaster uh, with Bad Gamers Anonymous. And Jason, I think that's it. Let's go back to talking about Rob and his hentai fetish. No, let's not. Let's uh, let's let Rob go to the news. You got any news for us this week, dude? I had. All kinds of shits this week. So yes, just just tell us about the news. I don't I don't want to know about your bowel movements. Okay, fine, fine. Um, so is it that kind of news? It is. No, it's not. It is. Um, George Lucas reportedly blames Kathleen Kathleen Kennedy for the shit show that is the uh, last set of trilogies. Hey, so do I. Yep. So I mean, that's you know, I saw that article. It's like, oh, that's interesting. He just now got on the bandwagon on that. That's that's look. Impressive. I have something in common with George Lucas. Oh, congratulations! Maybe you can write the next uh, set of uh, Star Wars 
No, thank you. You sure? Yeah, I'm I quite bet it'd be certain. Better than the shit show we've been getting. It might, but no, I'm not. Well, gonna I don't do know. That. Have you have you listened to Saddus lately? I am not stepping into anywhere near that minefield. What Saddus or uh, Star Wars. Star Wars? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You'd rather you'd rather deal with us than deal with Star Wars fans? Oh yes. There's only two yeah, of you. All assholes. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, sometimes it feels like there's more than two of us, though. It really does. It really does. Especially when it takes forever to get started because <laughs> things <laughs> Because, happen. look, look, this is not my fault, okay? Look, it's not my fault. It's not my fault that Discord fucking sucks balls, okay? It's not my fault that I clap right in my $400 fucking mic hooked up to my fucking $400 fucking equipment and it doesn't fucking work. Well, I mean, not my problem. If you didn't have a history of, of clapping like but, a like toddler, behind yourself. Yeah. The, look, can you hear it? Can you normally hear it when I do this? Barely. Oh, do, do what? We do didn't what? hear yeah. anything. I, it's not my fault. That <laughs> did you, you just <laughs> clap again? No, I didn't. Did. I did. Oh, okay. I did. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I absolutely did. And everybody will fucking hear it because I can't help that you line up tracks like a noob. All right. Like, I don't have to have a master track to line them up. I just line them up. Line them up. Well, that, up, that explains up, some stuff, up. but we'll move oh, on. Jesus Christ. Rob, what else moving on, Rob. All right, moving on. Um, so, uh, do you guys, um, did you guys like the 80s? They were okay. They yeah. were okay. All right. I mean, uh, other than the impending threat of fucking nuclear annihilation, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, how how do you feel about uh, David Hasselhoff? The Hoff is cool. The Hoff is all right. All right. The Hoff right. was cool. I don't know if the Hoff is cool. Nah, I mean, ever totally since he got cool. drunk, when he got drunk and eaten Wendy's or whatever it was on the fucking floor, I'm not. Well, who hasn't uh, done that? He was just an idiot, and somebody let somebody film him doing that. Me, I I've personally never eaten Wendy's on the floor while being drunk. Well, yeah, then he's you haven't. He does lived. it in the bed. He's more sophisticated. You haven't lived until you've been blackout drunk on the floor eating Wendy's. Well, apparently I haven't lived then. <laughs> Such a sheltered life. Homework this week, James. Go get blackout drunk, eat Wendy's on the floor. <laughs> uh, but you got to record it. Yes, you have to record it. For us. For science. Yes. Yeah, just science. for us. For science. It won't ever see the it internet. It won't ever. No, never. Science. Uh, you know, I think the proper response here is that uh, just to fuck off and let's move on with the news. All right, so let's, let's continue on. I don't care if you like Hasselhoff. Uh, he's not involved. But uh, they're talking wait, about. Wait, 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 wait! Bring him up. Why did you even bring that up then? Let Why? me like, finish. Like we Let went down finish. this fucking half rabbit hole. That's what makes this good news. Now let me finish. He's not involved, but they are bringing back Night Rider. Oh, again? They've only brought it back like two other times. Yeah, yeah. and it didn't work both yeah, times. Well, it how's it going to work like this time? It, it looks Let like it's going to be CBS in movie involved. form. It's going to be in movie form. Oh. Wait, like a made-for-TV movie? They've done no. that, too. No, no, like actual um, uh, actual movie. Apparently. I figured it was CBS going back to their show vault, like they brought back Hawaii Five-0 and Magnum P.I. and MacGyver and all those other fucking shows because they have no more fucking ideas. 
Well, nobody does. It's all rehashed ideas. I mean, they're the. I mean, next next year they're bringing out uh, Metropolis too. I mean, what's uh, uh, what's like so special Google. about a talking car anymore? I mean, my talk, my car talks to me. So yeah, so's mine. Um, um, this one is going to be a Tesla. Yay! No, no I'm just kidding. No. I don't know. I don't know. I just like what are they going to do? There's not a Trans Am anymore, is there? No. Nope. Pontiac, no, well, Pontiac see, when even they, around? No, well, Pontiac's but when they redid of, the uh, when yeah. they redid the TV show, uh, it was a Mustang. No, oh, that's right. The one this, where it was the, a Viper. The most. It was a uh, no. That was Viper. That was the show. Yeah, Viper. that was the show. Viper. Oh, okay. Yeah, the most recent yeah. one was a Mustang. Yeah, it was a Mustang. It was. It was. Yeah, a, uh, I'm out. I'm out. I have. I have no desire to watch this. I won't go see it. I don't care. Don't it care. Was a Mustang voiced by Val Kilmer. <laughs> that's yep. right. I <laughs> I'm out. I, I'm doubly out now. They've ruined. They've ruined it. They've ruined my childhood. I'm tired of them ruining my childhood. I'm out. I just don't care. I've got. I've got. Uh, I've got the episodes. You want to borrow? No, not. Sure? Why do you have the episodes? I don't know. Do you have why, them in with your? Why do you stash, have? Rob? Why do you have nine hundred cigars? No, well, it's almost a thousand. Thank you very much. And oh, by sorry. the way, I ordered. I, I may have ordered twenty more this morning. Uh, <laughs> order. So, <clears throat> Wow! Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, that was yeah. rude of me to cuss into the mic. Look, yeah. look, 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 look. We wait, can wait. Edit before that you, out. before the two of you sit here and bash me, what I ordered is number one, hard to find, and number two, I got it at a discount. So, so, so it's, it's hard to find, and you got it at a discount. <laughs> yeah, seem, I don't know yeah. if I want it. Incompatible. Is it from China? <laughs> do they, do they I got it from in? Wish. I got cigars from Wish. <laughs> Jeez. I don't think I don't think I don't think Wish sells cigars, but I'm going to check now. <laughs> I get a better deep. What else you got? Rob? My wife will say no. <laughs> will never say no. Um, last thing is apparently um, Noah Hawley, um, his Star Trek movie is on pause uh, <sighs> because Paramount is uh, considering doing a Beyond sequel with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Okay, actually, they're back on that one. Actually, they're not. So I read another article this morning. I'm not sure where oh, you got did, this article while you were taking a dump. Well, this would have been, uh, uh, what, it was August 7th, so two days ago. So they okay. bounced the back and forth between these two for the last year now. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Right. Well, now it's on hold, not because they're doing the, the beyond, although Hemsworth has signed up to do uh, 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 something with them. Here, Here's, here's what... Uh, is being reported now from the same people who, and I, I'll try to find the article so Jason can can put it in the show notes, uh, from the same people who accurately reported a bunch of different stuff that has happened, including the uh, Witcher prequel. Uh, okay. Simon, Simon Pegg is not happy. Simon Pegg wants a bigger role. Simon Pegg wants more creative control. And Simon Pegg is not going to let anything move forward uh, with him as Scotty until that happens. So he is actually the one holding up everything. Why would he be holding up the Holly one if they're not using the Kelvin timeline? That, well, okay. So that's just it. It's it it's that Paramount doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> yeah. They've they have lost all fucking control. I even read a report yesterday that Picard, that uh, Patrick Stewart he's doesn't unhappy. want to do Picard. Yeah, he's yeah, very all unhappy. Of, all of because, a sudden, he's unhappy because he's a golem. Yeah, because he's basically a golem. He fucking thinks it's dumb. 
Wait, 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 wait. But they he was on board. They gave him the script before he signed on. He, that was not apparently in the script when he signed on. Really? Yep. So, uh, like Paramount, like, look, <laughs> we were all pretty stoked when Paramount got Star Trek back. I really wish they hadn't because they just, they're fucking this up. What do you mean got it back? They got everything under one roof again. Before, oh, the series they only and had, the, okay. Yeah. So, you know, we were all thinking that we were going to get something fantastic, something great. And instead, like Picard was fun. It was great. I loved it. But I have a feeling they're going to do Kathleen Kennedy's version of uh, Picard season two. I really do. What does that entail? Um, uh, a girl? So, uh, no, a lot, of social, a, a lot of social justice yeah. warriors yeah. bullshit. Okay. And it, go woke, go broke. And that's that's what that's what's been happening. Like you see Star Wars, yeah, it may have made a ton of money, but they're like, fuck it, we need to redo the sequel or the 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 new trilogies. Uh and so there's all this rumor about what's going on there. Now Kathleen Kennedy's out, there's gonna be a Lucas director's cut coming out. Star Trek's getting ready to go the same fucking direction, it sounds like. So a lot of people over there aren't happy. Paramount keeps fucking this up. Like they really need to put one person in charge of of the whole universe. And we'll talk about this here in a little bit with, with Cochran. They need to really put somebody in charge of the whole universe and kind of start making it a little bit more cohesive. And if you've got to throw some stuff out to make it non-canon <clears throat> enterprise, uh, then do it. Uh, yeah. Rob, is that all you got this week? Yeah, that's all I had. I thought enterprise was good. Yeah. I liked it, but it's not, yeah, it's, it's not. I, Honestly, I think it suffered from the fact that there was that whole, like, are we gonna can are we gonna get canceled? Are we not? Situation. So they didn't know where they were supposed to be going. That's what I think. Well, if it didn't suck, they wouldn't have had to worry about getting canceled. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Oh, I am. That is mean. We call it. I don't know. Say a pod. Crawl the pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl excellent insert it deep pod crawl kind of like a space suppository full of information. Picard is having some bad dreams as he relives his experimentation days when he was a ball. It was just a phase, guys. Honest. He wakes up to a call from Starfleet telling him that there's going to be a big throwdown at Earth, Feds versus Borgs, but he can stay at the neutral zone. They got this sick of being the little brother that gets left at home while the rest of the family runs off to fight and get drunk, Picard orders the Enterprise E to head to Earth for glory and insubordination. When they arrive, the Enterprise melts the cube with the help of some lesser ships and the Borg shit out a sphere that heads toward Earth. In its wake is a temporal something or other, oh for fuck's sake, time travel. The last of the Borg and the Enterprise travel back to 2063 when the first Earth-based warp ship is about to launch. The Enterprise blows up the Borg, but not before the Borg shoot at the missile silo that holds Zephram Cochran's baby, the Phoenix. The Enterprise crew, now with 100% more Klingon as Worf, is back from his punishment on Deep Space Nine, beam down to the surface to make sure everything is okay, and first contact can go off like it should. Meanwhile, the Enterprise has a Borg infestation. They are cranking up the heat, and making it a swampy mess in engineering, much like the room of a teenage boy. When hearing that his shiny new ship is being taken over by hormonal angst bots, Picard beams back up, 
and immediately orders the decks isolated. He then sends out a call for an old priest, and a young priest to purge the infestation growing below, and Data gets captured by the Borg and introduced to the Borg Queen. Back on the surface, everyone is looking for Cochrane, but they need look no farther than the bar, where Diana has drank her way into the bottom of a tequila bottle with him. Cochrane isn't the shiny hero of a new age everyone was expecting, is instead a normal guy with anxiety and trepidation, like everyone else, who just so happens to their eyes away to travel faster than the speed of light. As the old saying goes, never meet your heroes. Anyway, he doesn't want a statue, which seems like a reasonable request, and runs off into the woods. All of the Starfleet personnel on the planet chase after him like fangirls chasing the Beatles, and Riker shoots him in the back after being refused an autograph. On the Enterprise, the Borg are prepping a long-distance call, but Picard doesn't want to pay the charges on his phone bill. He, Worf and Dum Dum Duggan head out to detach the deflector dish. <laughs> Duggan was wearing his red shirt on this particular day, so he didn't make it. Sorry Cap. Anyway, back on the ship, things are looking grim as more and more of the decks are being overrun, and it's only a matter of time until the Borg have total control. Data is also being experimented on by the Queen, and she seduces him with promises of being the Borg King. She asks if Data is DTF, and he says yep, which sex with the Borg Queen would be like fucking a corpse connected to the internet. While Data is in the bone zone, Picard is convinced that the new Enterprise is disposable, so he starts the self-destruct sequence, and orders the ship evacuated. He, alone, is staying behind hoping to ignite the old flame with the Queen so she will let Data go. However, Data is fully functional and programmed with multiple techniques, some of which the Borg Queen must have liked, and she tells Locutus that she's over him. Back on Earth, Cochrane, Riker and La Forge are in the Phoenix prepping to become the first, and 100,000th, humans to go into warp. In engineering, the Queen tells Data to unlock the ship's computer, deactivate the self-destruct, and destroy the little warp ship that could. Data goes a bit overboard and launches three quantum torpedoes at it. As Picard watches the torpedoes miss, Data breaks open the green fog chamber that the Enterprise keeps for just such emergencies as Borg infestations, and all the Borg in engineering are dissolved including the Queen. Oh, and half of Data's face. The Phoenix successfully warps, which fulfills prophecy, or some shit, and Cochrane becomes the hero <laughs> he never wanted to be. That night, a big ship with bright lights lands in Montana carrying pointy-eared beings, and would spark an unholy alliance that extended Scott Bakula's career, and brought about the disappointment that would be Star Trek Enterprise. The crew of the Enterprise get to witness history, yet again, through the power of moon shielding they are able to warp away without the Vulcans knowing about it, and roll the Enterprise going back to the future, credits. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Now, even though, you know, the, the pod crawl was a little harsh on some elements of this movie, it's it's actually a really good movie. I enjoyed it a lot more than I remember enjoying it in the past. And it's the first TNG movie, of course, it's only the second TNG movie made, but it's the it's the first TNG movie that actually feels like a movie and not a two part episode. Agreed. I I would one hundred percent agree with that. I think the last uh, the movie uh, Generations kind of was a two parter. Uh, a lot of things didn't really work, and a lot of things don't hold up. But it was still fun. I think Generations is better than five. See, yes. I think I think yeah, but I, I think. Generations should have been a two-parter, like on a TV series or something like that, or a special movie, just because it was a, you know, they destroyed the E, 
and ended no, up with destroyed a new the D one. or D. Sorry, destroyed yeah, the D. I, ended up with a new one. You know, so for the movies. I right? feel like that was just kind of thrown in there. So for the next movie, which they already knew they were doing, they could have uh, that they could have a new fancy one. brand yeah, new, over, fancy and new, overpowered ship. Yeah, because well, they, they're going to be they're going to have a bigger budget for the for the yeah. uh, effect. Well, they so. threw that in there for the shock factor of you know destroying the iconic Enterprise D. You've, is it, you've been living is it with this really ship a for the shock last seven factor, years. Though? Well, yeah, I but mean... Is it really a shock factor? I mean, every Enterprise gets blown up at least once. We don't know about the B Sometimes or the C. Twice. No, the C uh, got destroyed. Oh, that's right. It, it, it had in, to go back in yeah. time to get destroyed, yeah. Had, yeah well, we don't know about the time, B. Get the B may have been the retired. The A was retired. No, it wasn't. It got destroyed. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, it wasn't. You don't know that. Yes, after six, they did their little, you know, rendezvous to the second star on the left until morning, and then probably got back let's, and it got mothballed. Let, let's yeah. be honest, though. Do you do you honestly think that um, Kirk would have allowed it to get mothballed? He would have put that thing out in blaze of glory. Well, no. At the at the beginning of Generations, it said. I mean, he retired. They brought yeah, him. Yeah, he back. retired, but he he put yeah, the he made the him. ship they, blow up in blaze of glory. Him. No, they said, what have you been doing in your retirement? And he basically just dodged the question because the writers didn't want to give him anything to do. And it was his second retirement because in... No, he dodged the question because he didn't want everybody to know he blew up the Enterprise. God damn it. You know, when he got back to Starfleet, he goes, it fell down some stairs. don't corrupt us with your headcanon. Yeah, really. Your headcanon includes hentai octopus porn. I mean... Enterprise B got like shit on as soon as uh, it went out of space dock. All enterprises get shit on as soon as they leave space dock. That's just they do, especially shakedown. Uh, yeah, well, especially D, if Kirk's involved. Right? D didn't get D didn't get shit on when it left space dock. Well, we don't know that. What are you talking about? It got like it got like stuck in Encounter some sort of web. Point. No, yeah, it it had had a, it had had a shakedown cruise before Encounter at Farpoint. Encounter of Farpoint was I, after it was in active duty. It was the no, it was a brand new crew on the no, new flagship. It, was it? Yeah, I, on uh, the new flagship for the Federation, brand new crew. Picard handpicked everybody. He even made a little speech about it uh, before they went on to pick up Riker. But that and wasn't their at, shakedown uh, Farpoint station. What are you talking about? Shakedown crew. Shakedown crews. So when they take it out, test all the systems, make sure everything's functional. Look, just because they did it in the Navy uh, in the 21st century doesn't mean that they do it in the Starfleet in the Well, except that they did it with the A. They did it with the Excelsior. They did it with the B. Maybe they don't do it now. (laughs) You can't. Look, is there any canon that says that that happens? No, this is all in your head. Don't taint me with your head canon, sir. Oh, my God. This is a good movie. It is a good movie. And I, I liked the juxtaposition between the lighter hearted stuff that was happening on the surface against the darker and, and more intense stuff that was actually happening on the ship. Right. Which was weird that Riker, like I get that for the movies, they wanted Picard to be the star. Like I get that. I understand it. I don't know if I like it. Now here's what I will say. I think the cast was much more forgiving about that than the cast of uh, uh, the original series. 
because the cast of the original series got all kinds of butt hurt over their roles in in the movies, and they wanted bigger roles, and it made this created this rift uh, between them and, and and Shatner, where the next generation they're all friends. Like to this day, they're all friends, and they all get along. And I think that shows in in the chemistry. If you're going to ask me about the chemistry. Uh, you know, between the two crews, the two casts, uh, the next generation chemistry is far and away better than the chemistry uh, between the cast uh, on the original series. In fact, on uh, the original series, there were only the, the chemistry was good between uh, uh, DeForest Kelly, uh, Leonard Nimoy, and and Shatner. Well, that's why they always were on the the away teams. But well, I mean, but they what? were the three main uh, cast members of the original series too. Everybody but, else was just basically supporting cast. Right. But the next generation wasn't that. And I think no, that's they, the biggest takeaway for me. They, yeah, they were, tended to spread it apart, spread it around yeah, when it came to for stories each episode. And stuff. It, yeah. It, it fixated on somebody else. Yeah. There were, all of them were there for the most part, uh, give or take a few episodes. And, and they were all, they all had their own storylines, but each episode it either focused on data or it focused on Worf or it focused on Troy or it focused on Crusher or it focused on Riker or it focused on Picard. It was never, it was always an ensemble piece, right? But the uh, movie, the movie for me, like this one really, and even the last one especially, it focuses so much on Patrick Stewart. Well, I would say well, a lot it, it of focuses these movies on, do. I would say these last two movies focus on Patrick Stewart, but they also focus on Data and Patrick Stewart's relationship. Uh, yes. Data and Picard's relationship with one another. Yeah. And I would say a Not, lot of the TNG episodes also focus on that. I would say I that probably know. Riker, uh, Picard, and Data were the three main cast members. Because you had all three of those, or at least two of those three, in almost every episode of TNG. There were some episodes yeah, that didn't have any yeah. Beverly. There were some episodes that didn't have any Troy. There were some episodes well, yeah, all, that didn't all even all have any LaForge. Didn't have any Beverly. And I'll be honest, LaForge, man, what a throwaway character. Oh, yeah. LaForge is, is a great character. In fact, they. they I said they, throwaway. I said throwaway character. He's a throwaway character. You think? They could have yeah, done more. They could have put anybody down there. Like, it well, doesn't they, matter. They should have done more. Except Scotty. Because no. Spock's not around to help him. I think I think LaForge was a good character. In fact, that's why they expanded his oh, character after the first season. Sake, I was so tired. Yeah, and then they didn't do anything with it except make him this lonely fucking guy. Who, well, yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, it's just stupid what they did with the character, and then they kept the 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 visor on him. Why? Yeah, like, I like because make sense to because me the implants give him headaches. I like that they, they don't uh, anymore. I like that they dropped the visor in this movie. I do too. I thought that was a good decision. And I liked Jordy uh, for what he did in this movie where, I mean, he should be the one that was geeking out over meeting Cochran more than anybody else. Right. And he was, they made him that guy except for Barkley, which I love Barkley. If you don't know who Reginald Barkley is, Oh my God, he's such a great ancillary character in next generation. But uh, I don't, I don't understand. How did, how did Barkley get, um, to the planet because I thought he had a transporter phobia. Uh, they, right? He got over that. <laughs> so he could go and meet Zephyr Cochran? Yeah, there was a whole no, episode got, where the, he got over episode. that. Yeah. Like, Did he? Because he was yeah. seeing things in the transporter and it turned out that what he was seeing were, were people. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought I thought uh, he still had a bit of an issue with that because they, they bring it up in Voyager. 
Well, sure. He still has a bit of an issue with it, but I mean, he's obviously on active duty on the flagship of the, of the Federation. Like he understands he's going to have to go on away missions. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, there are a lot of people that have phobias that still are able to function with those phobias. It's just, they have a little anxiety whenever they have to deal with it, but they move on. There's therapy, there's drugs. Or uh, warm milk if you're BA or Barakas. hologram uh, holodeck programs that yeah. uh, you can you know screw around with Troy and Crusher while <laughs> you make fun of the uh, that was the such a crew. fucked up episode. I love that episode so much where he makes Riker just the butt of the joke. It's so good. It's so good. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about we're talking about the first contact. Which I'm going to be honest, going into this movie. Uh, I had very low expectations. It had been years since I've watched it. And I was pleasantly surprised. I came out of this movie going, damn, this might be my second or third favorite Star Trek movie of all time. It, it's it's good. It's, it's a lot better than I remember it. I, it's been probably seven, eight years since I've seen it last, too. Eight years, 32 months, 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I suppose if it had been that long since I had sex, I'd I'd probably be counting down the days too. Like, yeah, I would know. Do you do you think it's uh, similar to the um, the guy from uh, Space Truckers? <laughs> fully yeah. fully functional. Yeah, maybe. No, because uh, I don't think he has a crank start. No, oh, he doesn't have a crank so? start. Oh, What's man. her face? Uh, Tasha. Tasha Yar seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, she oh, that's got some. right. Yeah, yeah, she got some of that. Um, she was what, the like one that third episode or whatever. Yeah, she, she was the one that got it. That was that was the eight years whatever. That was the last time yeah. he had sex. Now he he had dated somebody, but they were not intimate. Mm. Seems like a missed opportunity with all his programming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, look, programming. I, I, I obviously all kinds can't, of languages. can't speak for for women, but if I were a woman. And I were dating an Android who was fully functional and, and, and knew all of these techniques. Like, I think I would be the one taking advantage of that. Think of the stamina on that guy. Right. That's what I'm saying. I like mean, if I was a woman, like data would wow. be the perfect man. Yeah. And when I got tired of him, all I've got to do is reach around the back and press a button and he goes <laughs> on. Turn, turn him off. He goes limp. See what oh, he just there? goes limp. Yeah, oh, I just hit his limp? kidney yeah. and he's he's uh, done. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's done. done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Jesus Christ, man. So, hey, I I've got a question here. Um, what is it? First five six minutes of the of the sh- of the movie, um, they they bring up Worf. The yeah, that they bring was... up Worf. They do Klingon music. Yeah, that that was his theme music. It, it's the yeah. it's the Klingon music from I think the first or second movie. Right. Yeah, but I mean, why would they do that when he's a he's, Klingon? But okay. Yeah, Look, but he's great, a Federation the, Starfleet the two, officer. The two best lines in this movie have to do with Worf, where he comes on board. Riker looks at him and goes, "That's a strong little ship." And Worf goes, "What do you mean little? What do you yeah. mean little?" Right, and then the other one is as he's walking to to uh, to tough uh, little ship, tough yeah, little ship. to to security or whatever. Where he Riker follows him, and he goes, "Do you remember how to fire phasers?" <laughs> <laughs> I 
And Worf just fucking looks at him and Riker gives him a look and walks away. Riker is the fucking best, but like both of those and the look that Dorn gives Frakes is just fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like Dorn. I like Worf. I think it was a little convoluted how they got him onto the fucking Enterprise. I mean, why would DS9 <laughs> send the fucking Reliant out to fight Deep, the Borg? Yeah, the Defiant. Like, so or the Defiant, why, yeah. Why is Deep Space Nine even sending anybody to fucking Earth? It makes zero sense. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. it's it's so, literally the furthest outpost that the Federation has. Yeah, and and they send they send this little tiny ship, but say no, 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 big ass huge ship. You you guard that neutral zone. Right, right. Yeah, we got yeah. we got the runabout. We're good. We got this. Yeah, yeah. we got. But it wasn't the, a runabout. Wait, wait, wait. It's a defiant. And it didn't class. have the cloak. It it's didn't have fighter. the cloaker yet. Yeah, it didn't have the cloaking. It, it it is basically a destroyer class vessel is what it is right it yeah. is not a destroyer okay. class yes it vessel. is yes it yes, is it is yes yeah. it is yeah the defiant was uh specifically built or that defiant class was def- uh built for war because of the uh Cardassian and the dominions yep yep 100 percent. they mm-hmm. even had special permission from the romulans uh to, to use, use a cloaking cloak. device yep. yep they didn't have it installed yet when this movie came out but yes it was it installed was 100% later percent for war in fact, the uh, originally they had a hard time that every time they would fire their upgraded phaser banks, it As would short out the whole ship because <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were drawing too much power. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yep. Look, there's a lot of stuff about DS9 I don't like, but once they got the ship, uh, oh, it opened I, up a whole lot of yeah, it really did whole lot of avenues. Yeah, I liked that a lot. I really liked the Dominion War. I liked the the angle with the Cardassians. Uh, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like a lot, but that I liked a a lot, like a lot, a lot. I was like, man, this is this is what Star Trek should be, and which brings me to my next point about this movie. It's a good segue, I think. Like, there's action in this movie right off the fucking bat, right? Because they're yeah. like, yeah, we got to get, we got to go back to to Earth because you know, fuck it, <laughs> like to hell to hell with orders, as Data says, and like. Typically for Star Trek movies, you don't see these big space battles. No, no, maybe maybe two and two or three people, but or ships, right? Yeah, but this was a lot of ships. And so in and out. Yeah, I I was I was really happy to see that. I I had forgotten about that. I knew there was a battle. I I wish it would have been a little more epic, like three Wolf three five nine, where just everyone's getting absolutely pounded in the ass. Uh, and then, you know, is that another dick joke? That, that might yeah. be another dick joke. Okay, uh, perfect. But this was good enough. The one thing, the only problem I have with it is Picard's like, "Oh, I know where their weak spot is." Right. Yeah. Well, if you knew where their weak spot, why was, didn't you fucko, report? Why didn't you use why didn't that you, in the TNG? Yeah. Or, or, or why, why didn't you, you report it? that at to yeah. Starfleet? Hey, like by the Starfleet way, Starfleet was on to something by leaving you out of the fucking fight. Uh, you want to you want to aim here anytime you see Borg from now on. Right, it just seems yeah. silly. You know what it was? It was the exhaust port. It, it was Star Trek's version of the exhaust port, <laughs> yeah, right? It's the exhaust port. Yeah. But you know, now that you, you're talking about Borg, uh, I I want to bring up Borg shields or their their personal shields, right? So right. this has always been. Uh, I have never really figured this out, right? Phasers, you get two, three, you know, uh, shots, and then they adapt. Great. I understand. They adapt. You figured it out after the first encounter with them. At that point in time, 
I would have had some sort of projectile, like, you know, a, a potato cannon or something <laughs> that, you know, you could pull out to take care of Borg. You go, okay, we have a real threat here. We need to have something just in case. Yeah. Like, what about a Naganata? Isn't that what they call it? The big thing, the big uh, Japanese weapon with the sword on the end. Uh, it's like a staff, but it's got a sword on the end. Yeah, or I something. think so. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's yeah. been playing... Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Yeah. 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 Way too much. Yeah. Well, just but yeah. Saying, put a, why wouldn't put you a, have that? I mean, okay. And then, and then Worf, you know, he, he goes into bat. He goes, he knows he's going to have to potentially fight some Borg, but he leaves his little Klingon knife back in his ready, back in his room uh, for the first encounter, you know, but then brings it for the, for the, the space encounter. But I mean, I would be strapping, I'd be strapping knives to the ends of the guns or something. Yeah, I, I would have been carrying around a batleth. Because the Borg aren't good at hand to hand. No, they're slow, supposedly. But well, they, I mean, they are Old really Man good Picard, at creeping up on you, well, though. Yeah, but if Old Man Picard can dodge a punch from a Borg, I'm fairly confident that, you know, most anybody under the age of 55 could take fucking a, a Borg drone pretty easily. Well, I don't you know. know did he you? had some practice with uh, Kirk, you know. And did, did you see how Jack Picard was in this movie? I mean,. Dude had been uh, lifting some weights. Yeah, here's the thing that I will say about about the the next gen movies, uh, in, I, until maybe the next one. So two movies so far. Well, one and a half. Well, let's, I don't remember what's one the one. What's the one where 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 Riker and Troy get married? Because that's, that's when I'm like Nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah. Nemesis. Yeah. That's the so last maybe one. it's the very last one. Uh, they all look pretty good. Like Troy, super fucking hot. Yeah. Like oh. Mm, baby but she always had been i know but i mean still now like she changed her hair it's straight she had like these highlights uh she yeah oh look i got some tequila let's uh (laughs) let's party baby like marina call me i'm i'm serious uh even gates mcfadden looked uh pretty sexy in this movie still she changed her hair it was much shorter framed her face uh, she had highlights. It wasn't just, you know, the, the red hair. It was kind of like a strawberry blonde thing going on. I don't fucking know. Uh, but they both looked uh, super, to know. super hot. Look, man, look, what I do when I'm not on this fucking podcast, all right, could fill a fucking novel. Don't worry about what I know about. One of those chapters is apparently hairstyling. <laughs> don't you worry about what I do. Yeah. Hairstyling. And then it's, uh, uh, makeup 101 is uh, chapter, <laughs> the next chapter. I, I'm getting ready to put out a, a, a makeup tutorial on YouTube. Oh, I awesome. can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, so I feel really bad for Hawk. Um, Why? Because he played uh, uh, Damien Dark on. Well, no. Uh, yeah. On TV. No, I, yeah. Well, that's, you know, whatever. No, I feel bad for him because every time he was in a scene, it looked like he really wanted to say something to somebody and then never got to, you know, it was like he, he was in a scene and he'd be like, uh, uh, you know, I mean, he, he had so, <laughs> he had a few lines. He had a few so lines, but it was like, as an yeah. actor, I think, I think he's such think, a good actor. Uh, they, I, they really underutilized him. Yeah. I, it was really uh, apparent when they were getting into the spacesuits. You know, and they're talking, Picard talks to Worf, or was basically talking to both of them, and they cut over to his, to him, and he kind of, it's like he's about to say something, and it's like, oh, no, let's go. And he's like, oh. Maybe he needed to damn. fart. 
Maybe, oh, maybe he <laughs> yeah, did maybe fart. He had a turtle head poking out. He was just yeah. trying oh, to hold you. <laughs> he had to go there. <laughs> What's better I've been than prairie dogging it since they took over engineering. <laughs> All the good toilets are on that deck. <laughs> I can't poop. Everybody jo- else poops. Jordy keeps those good and in condition. This bridge ones suck. So um, I loved the way this movie looked. Yeah, uh, this is probably it, it good. this is probably the best looking movie out of all the Star Trek movies that we've seen so far. The I, sets I like were the tight. camera angles and stuff like that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Frakes did a, a great job picking a cinematographer. Yeah. Um, it wasn't and, just and framing straight on framing and, the scenes. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the the sets were tight. I loved the updated Borg look. Yeah, I, the, the 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 movie looked really good. Even the CGI. Uh, the, all the ships except for the Enterprise were were CGI. All the backgrounds were CGI. Well, no, I think the the Borg cube, the the big Borg cube part of that wasn't CGI, but everything uh, looked only, really good. The only thing I didn't like that didn't hold up real well is the uh, what is it the Terrazine get no Terrazine Starcraft damn the gas <laughs> at the, the gas. end right yeah. Yeah. you know it it was like it yeah it was it looked it looked pretty rough and then i have never seen an environmental system that is able to suck out all that gas so quickly and then when it's done there's still smoke from the burning shit right (laughs) i mean it's like it sucks all the gas out it's like it's like oh no we're only going to work really efficiently when we have to otherwise you know you're going to sit and smoke all day long you know it was like damn because that got sucked out what in like Three, four seconds? Yeah, it, was it wasn't quick. long. Yeah, that when it was getting sucked out, it looked uh it eh. It it didn't look right. It didn't look good. What I want to know is yeah. is why were all the board conveniently on that deck at that time? I mean, they had moved throughout pretty much the entire ship by this point. Right. And then he goes to the 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 engineering and there's like nothing outside the door. Right. And there was had been tons of stuff outside that door before. In fact, they were trying to get into, you know, the big uh, the big bulkhead that comes down, and they couldn't because it was locked out. Now all of a sudden he can go through the side door, and and it's like pristine outside that. Yeah, that didn't that that seemed a little off. And I hated the holodeck scene. I hate oh, that, that was, was I hate the the go back yeah. to the past and do shit in a in a historical sequence. It, it just didn't fit. It didn't now, seem like I, it it, it I like, think it, it was smart going to the holodeck, but if I went to the holodeck, I would have just said, computer, make me a shit right. ton a of guns. Yeah. yeah. Just get, just, just do it. it. It worked about as well as stellar cartography worked in the last movie, which is to say it didn't really work. I, did, I didn't mind the stellar, togra- the stellar cartography in the last movie. I thought that fit pretty well. I mean, if well, it if, was just... It was the precursor to uh, what was what was that big room that fucking Professor Xavier was in uh, Cerebro and all the Cerebro. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there, there, there are definitely some uh, <laughs> some parallels with those rooms. Yeah, <laughs> but stellar cartography. I mean, you're on a starship and you're going to be, you know, doing astrophysics and and cartography and stuff. And I thought it was a cool concept to have like a a three D. A 3D image or a 3D visualization well, yeah. of the star system I mean, around they, you. 
they had talked about stellar cartography countless times on the series, and you never got to see it. So, I mean, you know, in the last movie, it was fun to see. Uh, but the holodeck, you got to see the holodeck in the last movie, too, right? That's mm -hmm. how the last, that's how the generation started. So, I get, yeah, you're right. It just kind of feels thrown in. They're like, oh, let's do a Dick's novel. That was always fun. The fans like that. Nah, let's jerk them off with that. It's just, uh, no, let's don't. Yeah. Is that another Dick joke? It is. In fact, <laughs> that's a, a Dick's joke. joke, yeah. Oh, I see what oh, there. oh man, that was like a twofer. Uh, that makes up for the half a joke that y'all did yesterday. What was the half a joke? The, the recycled dick joke that you did. I don't remember. Oh, uh, the clean and jerk. Yeah, yeah. You used the same <laughs> joke twice. Yeah, I didn't. I only used it once. Somebody else used it twice, if I remember right. But used it a second time. Yeah. yeah. So, so Carly, you're. Um, your favorite uh, uh, isolinear chips came back to uh, in this movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's how things run on a fucking starship, guys. I know you guys hate it, but you look, you can't how run do a they... starship without isolinear chips. And apparently they, they create their own gravity, right? They, they uh, you, you know, they drop right into slots. <laughs> even though you're out, out in space. Right? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, maybe they're, they're magnetic there. I mean, I, yeah, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, it was like they, they pull it out and then it slaps right on in. It's like, awesome. There's, awesome. Uh, it's like a vacuum behind there that sucks them in and holds them in place. Right, right. Yeah. And apparently whoever designed that deflector dish did a terrible job with that manual override because oh my you had to be a you had to have the strength of a Klingon to be able to no, rotate the thing. No, fucking old man Picard did two of them. Yeah, but he struggled. Right. <laughs> yeah, he struggled. The Klingon uh, Worf did it just fine, yeah, and yeah, then Worf had no problem. Yeah, Worf he struggled, like, and then Hawk Hawk apparent uh, apparently he needs to go, he needs to uh, yeah he needs get to get some powerlifting. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have the guns Picard had. No. Apparently not. It was weird. I, I was sitting there like for the first thirty forty five minutes of the movie, going, "Who the fuck is this guy? I know him you didn't you didn't recognize somewhere. him right? No." Yeah. It's the white hair. When he has the white yes. hair, then I'm like, oh, yes. all right, I know. Yeah, yeah when, he, when he does the, the white or platinum blonde or whatever it is that he yeah. does now. Yeah. Yeah, which I think looks better. I, and I, li I love him as an actor, so I was yeah. pleasantly well, and his eyes, to see dude, his, yeah. he's got some He's got some piercing they blue eyes. They stare into your fucking soul. So, all right. So they reach in and just. Both got a just, man crush on him, huh? Mm, well, no, he's dead now. No. Hawk died. Yeah, just watch the time. movie. I, Before his time. Well, no, he didn't die. He just got assimilated. <laughs> I was talking about the actor. I'm not sure what Dippy was talking about. I, no, I, I recognized him instantly from him Captain America. From Captain America, yeah. yeah. I See, I, I don't Dugan. remember him in Captain America. He but was Dugan. He wore his, a bowler hat. Dumb Dugan. Dumb, dumb Dugan. Yeah, yeah, he wore the bowler hat, man. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember him specifically as Damian Dark in The Flash. In, and in Flash, yeah, Arrow. Arrow. And, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't watch those, so I wouldn't have known. I know. You don't watch shit shows unless we have to review it. <laughs> yeah. And then he's all about it. And, and then like, he's like, yeah. you got to watch this These movie, Metropolis. Awesome. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, I hate would, you both. Yep. <laughs> so, so. Data shoots off three quantum torpedoes. Yeah. He misses. On, on purpose. purpose. On purpose. Right, right. Yeah. So they, they're just flying out there in, in La La Land, more or less, right? 
Yeah. Do you think the Vulcans would have picked up the fact that there were quantum, quantum torpedoes <laughs> flying around in a solar system? Portal? Right. right. Did they open the fucking or, time portal? Or the time portal. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed well, every- to be behind the moon. And fucking, uh, what's her nuts? Lily looks up and she's like, oh, look, there they go. Yeah, there they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the moon, the moon hid our warp signature. How's yeah. that work? Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Was, uh, uh, yeah. Maybe they were all down in the uh, bar uh, learning the new thing called tequila <laughs> or vodka. What, what was it? No, tequila. it was tequila. It was tequila. tequila. Yeah, tequila. tequila. Yeah. 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 No, uh, I will say that uh, the soundtrack to, to this movie was pretty good. Was pretty I, good I, except I, for one fucking uh, song. Here we go. Which one is it? Ooby yeah. Dooby. God, I can't stand that fucking song. How does that one go? I don't it's know. Not like Rob, a you tell of me. Tootie Fruity. I don't. I don't know who, Ooby Dooby. You watched you should, the movie, right? No, Dooby. no, you, Dooby Doo. No, no, you need to sing it for me. No, I'm not singing shit. We don't want you to sing shit. We want you to sing. I'm, sing, I'm not Dooby. singing that either. <laughs> Look, you've got two options: Ooby Dooby. Or all that she wants is another baby. I would rather She's have. I would rather have Ace of Base stuck hey. in my head than. Yeah, no. Good. Ah. You know, I told you last night I was going to bring it up, and I shoehorned that bad boy in today. Yeah, you did. You are welcome. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoyed Magic Carpet Ride. Little Steppen. Yeah, yeah, that was, space. that was that good. was good. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So you, you like say, something Canadian? Oh, I like Ryan Reynolds too. Look, there are exceptions to every rule, folks. Oh, hey, the 99.9% of Canadians, yeah, not, they're all right. Not really it's, it's those other two that you don't like. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, you know, it might be a little spoiler action there. They uh, they may or may not die. I'm just all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Comes out on Thursdays, by the way. Thursday. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. It was, uh, it was cool that they brought in the Voyager EMH. Yeah, 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 that was seconds. good. And, and he yeah. does his his signature. I'm not a doctor. Uh, or yeah, I'm a thing. doctor, not a. Yeah, I'm a doctor, yeah. not a whatever. Because he did that a lot on Voyager. Well, he got yeah. that from Bones, right? Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah, uh, I, I, that was that was neat. Uh, the uniforms were obviously more cohesive this time. Everybody had the same fucking uniform, which was fantastic. Well, they, yeah, they they had a director that. Uh, Knew what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, right? Frakes is like, what the fuck? Yeah, Happened I thought last Frakes time did a really good job Frank, on this. Movie. Frakes probably, you know, they they asked him, "Hey, uh, you want to direct this one?" He goes, "Yeah, um, I have one one demand. One um, demand. My uniform, uniform needs Frank, to fit it. me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had a lot more time on this movie too, so they had like twelve weeks of pre production and ten weeks to shoot it. So. There was there was a lot more time to to actually work on this instead of rushing it right after they fucking wrapped on on the original or the next generation series. And oh my god, how fucking tall is James Cromwell? You know you're yeah, fucking tall. tall when Riker is looking up at you. When Frakes has yeah. to look up, holy shit! Yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty tall. He's, he's a tall dude. Yeah, I, I liked I liked the the Moby Dick thing, the reference. Yeah, I so, mean, we, uh, we saw that in Con, and this is kind of yep. a rehash of that. It's it's yep. the same kind of theme of of revenge, hurting those that hurt you, and and being blinded by that that revenge. The yeah, the rage that comes with it, and Picard being upset. I don't. I thought it was a little over the top. Him smashing the 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 glass and all his little ships. 
Yeah, yeah especially especially since they should have the whole um, you know unbreakable glass. Or what is it? Yeah. Clear aluminum. Clear, um, clear transparent aluminum. aluminum. Transparent aluminum. I think clear is a synonym of transparent. I don't have a thesaurus in front of me, but I'm fairly confident that 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 it is indeed uh, a synonym. But it's called transparent aluminum. Okay. And just potato, saying. potato. And why would they use that on a on a display case? Uh, so that you can't do what Picard did. Well, yeah, but that's adding additional weight and cost to a display case that. I didn't think weight really mattered in space. Yeah, weight matters in space. You still have mass that you have to push. Mm, with nacelles, I don't think it matters, does it? Well, I just make the nacelles bigger. Like you create a warp field. Do you not? Do you not know how fucking warp works? <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm well aware of how their theoretical warp works. They create a warp. No, bubble it's not theoretical, and- Jason. This is the 24th century. Okay, they know shit we don't. Okay. Jesus. Oh my god. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> why why put transparent aluminum in a display case? It doesn't make sense. Glass well, makes more lighter, sense. It's lighter than glass. Are you sure? You never know. Are you sure? Do you know? I mean, the last time I picked up some aluminum, it was definitely lighter than the same size glass I picked up. And it's transparent, which means it's that much lighter. It doesn't that have much all lighter. that heavy. Nothing, yeah. It, it doesn't have all that heavy, uh, that heaviness to it. Right. That, that You're out. The, 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 the heaviness is what makes it opaque. Through. Yes. Yeah. That means not duh. being able to see through, Rob. Opaque. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Uh, that's a synonym for clear or transparent. <laughs> or transparent. <laughs> that's Rob's favorite color. What, clear. <laughs> I I prefer milky white. This, I look. I don't. Not even going to ask why. So let's just yeah. Let's move let's. On. It's just, a, it's just let's another ignore deep joke, that I comment. Yeah. Who's got final Moving thoughts? Uh, I really like this movie. I thought it had a lot of great themes. Uh, the callback to uh, Picard being Locutus and this whole movie kind of revolving around uh, the the best of both worlds, I thought was fantastic. I really, really, really enjoyed that. Uh, there were some elements that didn't work for me, but overall, I still think that this might be my second or third favorite Star Trek movie. And this is ooh. after last week, I said, I wasn't looking forward to this movie at all. Yeah. No. So, so there's a chance that you might like Insurrection? No, not at all. No, there's no fucking chance in that fucking movie. Yeah, that'll suck. Oh, you mean you're not looking forward to? um, No, uh, I'm not. Plastic surgery gone bad? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. I mean, no. It is the future. You would have thought they would have figured out plastic surgery by now. But I I don't care about space leopards. Instead of like stretching their face, I don't care. Space leopards are not something I want to watch on on a movie. Too bad. So LaForge was down on the planet whenever the Borg was discovered. It was interesting right. mm-hmm. that, that Picard didn't bring LaForge back up to the ship to help secure engineering. Because he had to... Uh, I think the, the transporters of, were locked out at that point, weren't they? Well, no, no but no. not when Picard, Picard went up. He knew there were it was Borg before. Yeah, Picard and Beverly and, and What's-Her-Face all Right, but after up. that, but he had a... He didn't know it was the Borg for sure until he got like the humidity fucking thing from Hawk. Like he asked Worf over the comms, like what's going on. But he had an idea. Right. So he goes up to make sure that his idea is correct. And then by the time he realizes it's Borg and hey, all of my people are down there. And also the other thing is this. 
like he couldn't really bring LaForge up because LaFor- LaForge, or uh, as uh, McDowell says, LaForge, uh, was uh, too busy fixing the fucking warp shit. Yeah, the to, fate, to make the sure fate of Starfleet history. hung in oh, the I balance. get this, and we're, we're delving yeah. down a, a deeper hole than what I intended. My question to That's you was said. going to be, if what would what would pirate Scotty do if the Borg had <laughs> infiltrated the Enterprise? Oh, called Spock. Uh, Spock, I need you, matey, out here in engineering. We've got a Borg problem. A Borg? A Borg problem? It's the fucking a, Titanic. A Borg problem. <laughs> Okay. That's how he would Berg. pronounce Borg. He would pronounce Berg. it Borg. It's an E. Right, it is an E. I could have called him the Borg, but the Borg was better. Oh, Rob, you got a haiku for us this week. I do. I do. This one is, uh, I gave it the title of Energize. Okay. Transporter room three. You are the Starfleet elite. Fuck off, one and two. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, meet me at transporter room three. Hey, let's go to, you know, engineering team A, transporter room three now. It's like, apparently they're the good ones. Um, Scotty runs one and two, apparently. (laughs) Pirate Scotty. I feel bad for transporter room one and two. They're just, they don't get any action. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It is. But really, I mean, that's the station you want. You just kick back, not really do anything. You know, more than, more than likely that's where the Borg beamed in is at one and two. Cause they're like, Hey, I hear uh, transporter room three. Those are the leak guys. We don't want to go there. Yeah. We don't want to fuck that place. that place gets used like on the regular. Uh, one and two, one and two. There, there, yeah, let's do it. Let's go there first. Were they running around like mice in the turbo or in the uh, uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey tubes? tubes? Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, like squirrels in the wall. Squirrels in the wall. Yeah. All right. Well, next week we are unfortunately going to review Star Trek Insurrection, 1998's movie where the crew of the Enterprise learn of a Federation conspiracy against the inhabitants of a unique planet, and Captain Picard begins an open rebellion. We're continuing the summer of Star Trek, even with the worst of Star Trek movies. I feel the Rona coming on. I'm calling it. No, you gotta do this. You gotta do You don't get to do the... You don't get to skip out on the worst fucking Uh, movie. Yeah, you can... No, no you, can, you can quarantine yourself just fine and get on a, get on a mic. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to be able to make it into work today. Mm-hmm. Today, Oh, well, good. You've got a week to get it over. Yeah. Yeah. Corona yeah. lasts for months. No, it doesn't. Months? <laughs> months, huh? Not for you, it doesn't. No. Damn it. You don't go anywhere. You don't know what I do, Rob. No, we do. It's jack shit right now. Well, that and smoking veiny... Thick and veiny, yeah. Yeah. Thick and veiny phallic symbols, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another dick joke for you. He likes some thick and veiny. And that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. 
Podcrawl like music is Nack Makes My Machete. Juicy. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Satis. It when it squirts, when he bites into it. <laughs> on Twitter at Satis underscore podcast, where you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace.outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can oh, become a Patreon worse. supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon and getting the good ones. make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com for this week. I'm Jason. So the ship was called the Phoenix and it rose from the ashes to lead us in to the 20-something odd century. Yeah. 21st century? It was 2063, wasn't it? They were in the 21st century. Yeah, to lead us into the 22nd century, I guess. There you go. There I we knew go. you'd eventually get there. Good job, Rob. Uh, by the way, I figured out what's wrong with Discord, just because I know everybody gives a shit, uh, when, when it, it restarted um, because it's dumb. It reset the sensitivity down to nothing. So guess what? There. There's my clap. Fucking, <laughs> fucking awesome. match it with that. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week. See, I didn't do that, okay? So you two, you remember who said that this time, okay? It wasn't just me. It was Jason, too. And he's probably going to cut all of this out of the podcast so it sounds like it's just me fucking going, oh, that's DD comes out on Thursday, derp and derp. No, I'm leaving in the derp and derp. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Rest of yeah. it gets cut, though. Just the derp and yep. derp. Yep, the whole derp de derp is going to be in there. Yeah. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from every... Oh, God damn it. Now you're just fucking up your own self. <laughs> God. Uh, can we it's, restart the day? Are you, are you still here, Carly? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's, you're just being really quiet. Sorry. I didn't know. I, I didn't know I was supposed to talk. Well, I'm you know it's going to fuck up now. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because like, you I normally give him a hard time when he screws up the I, intro. Uh, Whatever. All right. <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows. It, it is. is. Already. Is. All right. Let's try again. Five, four, three. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci fi podcast early. from a couple was, guys who was, think they know sci fi. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I said you win a second early. You said five, <laughs> four, three. Hello, everyone. Well, like you went on one and not on zero. I hate you both. <laughs> God damn, I hate you both. That was good. That was a good one. Hey, yeah, thanks. Derp, derp.